All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. folks happy sunday and welcome to the sunday brunch edition of john solomon reports we got a great show for you we're going to end the show tonight a little differently you're going to get a little great music a brand new single by the country singer and actor remember you remember all the way back to dukes of hazard john schneider a true american patriot with a true new song it is an incredible song she's worth it she's worth it meaning our country for those who denigrate our country while living and enjoying its benefits. John Schneider has a powerful message, and he also has a powerful interview. We're going to anchor our show with him tonight, so I want you to look forward to that. But we're going to kick things off down to the border, where chaos and lawlessness continue to plague our poor Gustum and Border Patrol agents. The head of the union, Brandon Judd, who represents those Border Patrol agents, going to join us at the top of the show. He's got a lot to talk about, including a new memo we surfaced this week, confirming that the United States government is losing track of every illegal alien it sends into the interior of the country. In the second block, Rep. Ben Klein's going to be here. He's a congressman from Virginia on the front lines of some of the most important battles, and he will be an impeachment manager. That's a big deal. And the Mayorkas impeachment, he'll describe what's up with that. Cash Patel, our good friend. We're going to talk Russia collusion and, of course, my, one of my favorite topics, the Biden impeachment story and all we've learned about the grift and corruption in the Biden family. That'll be in the third block. Michael Falklander, one of the great economists and economic thinkers. We're going to talk about why inflation is so stubborn and why the Biden administration is just not telling us the truth. And then, of course, we'll finish up with the one, the only, John Schneider to wrap up this Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Reports. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. 
You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. The insecure and chaotic border that Joe Biden has brought to this nation. We now know in the writing to the Washington Post, Homeland Security said out loud what we've known privately for a long time. Uh, the people that are being tracked to the inside of our interior country, they're not being tracked. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they are. We don't know where they go. That is not a good security posture. And our first um, guest tonight, the president of the National Border Patrol Council, Brandon Judd, he's been warning about this for a long time. Brandon, I know this document doesn't surprise you, but I guess it's rewarding to know it's committed to writing now. Yeah, I, this we've known this. John, you and I have talked about this. Amanda, we've talked yeah. about this. We know that these people that once they're let go, they're never going to leave the country. And the reason they're never going to leave the country is because we're not going to go after them when they fail to appear at whether that's a court appearance, whether that's appointment with CIS or ICRO, they're just not going to show up. And once they don't show up, then they're free to go wherever they want um, because uh, Secretary Mayorkas early on in this administration said that the act of being in the country illegally alone is not enough for an enforcement action. So what I have advised members of Congress on this impeachment, and we're going into a trial now, what they need to do is they need to focus on that aspect. They don't. They shouldn't be talking about the releases. The Supreme Court has already ruled that there is prosecutorial discretion, that they can release people into the United States. But what they have not talked about and what he, where he is breaking the law is when he allows these people to evade apprehension after they violate their order to appear or when they're ordered in, in order deported in abstentia. Once that happens, he ha has an obligation under the law to find these individuals and ensure that they leave the country. And he's not doing that, which shows that he is clearly in violation of the law. And based upon that, he should be removed from office. Wow, important. Yeah. Well, and, and Brandon, if our border survives uh, beyond this administration, let's say that, that Donald Trump does win and let's say that he is able to impose and put together some type of deportation unit. It, these people don't have their real names. They, they ditch their IDs at the border, as we have seen so many of those, those passports and licenses and, and other forms of ID completely discarded. So, so even if there was some type of mechanism to remove these people, we'll never even find them because they don't have their real name. Well, and it's not just that, it's the sheer numbers. When you look at ICRO, we're talking about, I believe it's 4,000 um, ICE officers nationwide. That's not enough to go after 8 million people that have been able to make it into this country since Biden has been in office. 6 million have been released, 2 million have been able to evade apprehension. So you're talking about a couple thousand people. You cannot remove that many people with those resources. So it's not just that we don't know who they are. It's not just that we don't know where they're at. It's that we can't, we don't have the resources to go after them. And that's why this is such an unmitigated disaster. When you look at this, when you, when you look at, they estimated that there were 10 million people in the country illegally before Biden even came into office. And now he's added another 8 million people since that time. You know, you're talking 18 million people. There's just no way these people are ever leaving the country. And that's why it's so important that we stop the sieve today. We've got to stop it so we're not letting even more people in there to give us at least a fighting chance of doing what we need to do when Biden is no longer in office. Yeah, that's some good words of wisdom. I hope some lawmakers are listening and watching tonight. So I want to turn to something that continues to pile up, this uh, extraordinary inflow of Chinese military age young men coming into the country, hundreds just in the last few days, 24,000, I think, in the last year, maybe 25,000. Uh, what is the best intel? Why are these guys coming into the country? And why are so many Chinese nationals seeming to be associated with these illegal marijuana mills that are cropping up around the country? So the intelligence community is still looking at that. Why is it? Why are we seeing this influx? 
at, at, at best, they're just coming here for a better life, for a better job. At worst, they're coming here to be part of the Chinese government. And that's what scares me an awful lot. Now, I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to cause mass hysteria to where United States citizens are violent towards Chinese uh, people from, from China. However, we have to look and we have to allow the intelligence community to do their job. We've got to let law enforcement do their job to look into these individuals. Why are they here? What is their purpose here? Again, at best, they're here for a better life. At worst, they're here to be part of the, the, the Chinese government to infiltrate our own country. But in the middle of that, like what you just said, they're also here for criminal enterprise. We know that the Chinese um, have huge gains, gains here in the United States, and they control certain parts of our country. They control the drug flow. Um, they control the prostitution. They control everything that's illegal in certain um portions of the, of the country. And we have to look into that. It's very important that we understand why are we having so many people from China, especially military aged men from China? What is the purpose? What is going on behind this? And, and I hope that the law enforcement, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm hoping the intelligence community can get, a, can get a, an answer to that quickly so that we can do something about it. So important. Hmm. Yeah, Brandon, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned the cartels, I, I, I remember the numbers pertaining to cartel revenue under President Trump, and it, it waffled around $500 million, which is absolutely awful, but it absolutely exploded, I think it was 26 times, to $13 billion under Joe Biden. I imagine that that number has exploded exponentially, even since, because that statistic, I think, is from early last year. So now the cartels are making even more money, are they not? Yeah, they are. Every single year we're breaking records with illegal immigration. We're breaking records with the amount of drugs that are coming in. And, and Amanda, it gets worse than that. These aren't just cartels that operate in Mexico anymore. These are transnational criminal organizations. We know that China has a hand in these organizations now. And once they gain a foothold, they never let go. They're going to control everything that is coming into our country illegally. They're going to control the methamphetamines. They're going to control the, the fentanyl. They're, con they're going to control the the aliens from special interest countries are going to control the criminal aliens. They are going to control every single aspect of this, which is going to make this problem even more dangerous than when it was just um, Mexican cartels that controlled everything. That, that's just one more reason that we have to get um, control of this situation right now rather than later. Yeah, you're so right. Uh, Brandon, earlier this week, I got a chance to see a, a series of documents about an Afghan national that was on the terrorist watch list. Uh, he got in, stopped by the good men and women of the Border Patrol, thankfully. When he was interviewed, he, did, he detailed how he used the Colombian drug cartels to get in the country. I think it cost him three grand to get shipped in. I don't know if you know about that specific episode, but can you tell us uh, the nexus between people that may have bad intentions and the cartels sort of being their concierge service into the country? Well, that's how they make it here. You know, I get asked all the time, well, how do people from China make it to the United States? Are they are they traveling legally? Well, it's all facilitated by the, by the cartels. They pay a small upfront upfront fee. When they make it to the United States, they pay off the entire um, fee. They're going into indentured servitude in order to get here. But the cartels are they are organizing all of this travel. They are facilitating all of the travel. And then they're coaching them on exactly what they need to say once they make it to our borders. And it's not just, you know, this particular incident that you spoke about. We're seeing this on a regular basis. And unfortunately, because we can't properly vet these individuals, um, if they give us false names, if they give us um, false date of birth, uh, false countries of, of citizenship, it, the burden of proof falls on us to show that that information is incorrect. And if they don't have proper documents, it becomes extremely difficult for us to be able to do that because we don't have access to criminal databases around the world. All we have access to is what we know here in the United States or Interpol hits. Minus that, we have nothing. <sighs> what yeah. a frightening posture. Um, absolutely. And and I, I guess I'm just trying to find a sunny side with respect to some type of legislation. Obviously, that Senate border bill uh, failed. House said no, absolutely dead on arrival. There's still H.R. 2 out there. Uh, this was a piece of legislation that was authored and built by this majority. A good piece of legislation within the first few months of them taking the majority. Um, Senate claim, you know, it's just sitting over in the Senate. What do you think is the future for H.R. 2? And, and is it a viable uh, piece of legislation that can get put into place anytime soon enough to try to fix this problem? 
So, Amanda, H.R. 2 is the perfect bill. Unfortunately, it's a partisan bill. Um, and we know that partisan bills are, are not going to get passed. You have to have bipartisan support. Otherwise, it's going to be DOA on whatever chamber it comes to. So it, it would be just it would be akin to the Senate passing an open borders bill that would be on party line, then send it over to the House and, and the House would just kill it. And, and that's what we saw with this bill. Even though this would protect United States citizens, we know the far left liberals do not want um, a closed border. We know that they want it open. We know that that serves their, their purpose. That serves their ultimate goal. So they're going to kill anything that isn't bipartisan. That's why I was disappointed that the, that the Senate bill got shot down because it was bipartisan. It had a chance to make it. And although it wasn't perfect, it absolutely gave us certain tools that would have allowed us to do much better on the border than what we're currently doing. Folks, don't go anywhere. Congressman Ben Klein, one of the impeachment managers for the Mayorkas impeachment, he'll be prosecuting the case in the Senate if the Senate allows a trial. He'll be here next. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time, go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. We're really lucky to be joined today by Virginia Congressman Ben Klein. He happens to represent one of the districts where I have a house. Uh, he was just named to be Speaker Mike, uh, by Speaker Mike Johnson to be one of the 11 impeachment managers should there be an impeachment trial in the Senate. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. John, it's going to be with you. You know, I always uh, like it when Amanda's with you, but uh, I'm glad to have you uh talking this evening as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a big loss anytime Amanda's not on the show, but I'm going to struggle through because I got a great interview here. Let's start with what happens tonight. What's your gut tell you about how close this vote will be and whether it could potentially pass tonight? Well, it is going to be a nail biter. It's uh, We're unsure whether we are going to be fully uh, at 100 percent participation by Republicans. We do have our majority leader, Steve Scalise, back in town, but we also know that there's snow in the New York area, and that is delaying flights. And so being that it's a fly-in day, you never know who's going to get uh, on the wrong end of a flight and get here late. So the, the vote may actually be kept open for several hours as we wait for everybody to get here. 
Wow, that's amazing. Nothing like Mother Nature to get in the way of a political event in Washington. Um, you have been uh, named an impeachment manager should this get to this, uh, the Senate. That's a very prestigious responsibility and carries a lot of weight. In your own words, where do you believe Secretary Mayorkas has committed high crimes and misdemeanors in his role as Homeland Security Secretary? Well, he certainly has violated his oath of office to the American people to uphold the laws of the United States. Uh, we have laws on the books regarding uh, people who show up at the border requesting asylum. Uh, they need to be detained. They don't. Uh, they aren't eligible for parole. Parole is not meant to be used for wide classifications of uh, people coming into the country. And so... Uh, by failing to implement the laws as they have been written and detain these uh, aliens for uh, expulsion from the country or removal back to their country of origin, uh, he is violating the laws. Now, when you have a cabinet secretary, uh, for whatever reason, uh, willfully violating the laws of the United States, we have a responsibility as the body that actually enacted those laws or many of those laws uh, to take action. And so removing this individual, uh, yes, he has not been convicted in a court of law, but that is not required under our impeachment statutes. He's been confirmed by the Senate in a political action. He can be removed by the House with the Senate voting to remove him again uh, in a political action. It doesn't require a court of law. And that's uh, what we've concluded in the Homeland Security Committee, and hopefully we will uh, endorse his impeachment on the House floor tonight. Yeah, it's such a momentous moment. I mean, this hasn't happened in more than a century and a half, having a cabinet officer be removed this way. So it's a very important uh, vote tonight. Uh, everywhere in this country, it doesn't matter whether you're upstate New York, the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia, or Texas, people really feel uh, the impact of this insecure border, the fentanyl crisis, the, the crimes that are coming in. They hear about the terrorists today. We talked about an Afghan terrorist who, uh, or someone on the terrorist watch list that got apprehended. He said, oh, the, the Columbia drug cartels, I paid him 3000 They got me into the country. Uh, it seems like everybody in this country for the first time understands that they're in a border state, no matter your proximity. How important is that to giving moral authority to what you guys are trying to do tonight? Well, it's an extremely important. If you ask most Americans, it's at the top of the issues list of most important issues facing the country, uh, recognizing that we have a national security crisis on our hands. It's not just a humanitarian crisis at the border, and it very much is a humanitarian crisis when you consider uh, the uh, sexual abuse, the child trafficking, the sex trafficking, human trafficking, drug trafficking that goes on at the border. People are dying each and every day trying to make this journey due to the encouragement of the Homeland Security Secretary and the President of the United States through his official policies. And so we have people dying on the journey up here. We have uh, people who are uh, once they get into the country, often being handed over to uh, illegal actors, whether they uh, be uh, sex traffickers, drug traffickers. And uh, within the United States, we have horrible uh, crimes being committed against these individuals. And then we have individuals who come in with malintent who are committing crimes once they get in here. And we, in every state, Virginia included, we see stories of uh, whether it's a drunk driver who uh, slams into uh, individuals, killing them, and uh, that's happened in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and these people are here illegally. So lives are being lost in this country. It's not uh, going unnoticed by the American people. They want to see action. They want to see the border enforced, and they want to see Alexander Mayorkas impeached. Yeah, and there's no doubt that people are, they've had it up to the limit now, and they're looking for Congress to act. Uh, I want to ask about what Congressman Banks said in the podcast today. He said, hey, listen, everything Mayorkas done, Biden sanctioned. So when we, if we get to impeachment of Joe Biden, I think that there should be an article related to the border. I'd like to get your thoughts on that, because you've really done a lot of work on this border crisis. Uh, is that a possible logical step for Republicans? Well, it is. And I, I've always said that uh, part of our investigation into the president's actions uh, needs to be more than just his uh, the, the combination of his family members uh, working to enrich themselves and the president uh, through their shady business dealings around the world. We have to look at 
what essentially is a high crime or misdemeanor by the president if he indeed gave Secretary Mayorkas instructions to not enforce our borders, essentially ignore U.S. law and uh, ignore our detention policies, ignore our parole laws, and uh, allow these people into the country. Uh, and and you've seen how many people on the terrorist watch list have come across the border. Yeah. It is truly threatening our national security. And if that's not a high crime and misdemeanor, I don't know what is. Yeah, so it's just shocking. The numbers, new numbers just came out a few minutes ago for January. They're just as bleak as December. Sir, I want to uh, talk a little bit about the uh, $95.3 billion bill that the Senate said over. Nothing for the border, plenty for Ukraine, some for Israel. Uh, I know the speaker said it's already dead on arrival. What's a likely outcome? I know you work on a lot of the important fiscal issues in Congress. What's a possible way that the American people can get a win out of a bill that a lot of people don't like? Well, I think what you're going to see in terms of a win would be um, no action by the House on this legislation. This bill uh, includes, as you said, uh, money for Ukraine uh, following on the more than $100 billion that American taxpayers have already sent to Ukraine when we have zero accountability uh, for the dollars that have already been spent and when we try and put in place measures not just for accountability, but also to measure what a definition of success would be in Ukraine, Democrats voted it down with the help of some Republicans. So we have an administration that doesn't know what success is, can't define success in Ukraine, and wants to send more taxpayer dollars into this black hole of uh, a, a proxy war. And then you have uh, aid to Israel, our, our dependable ally in the Middle East, uh, we have, you know, voted on Israel aid that has been paid for. It languishes in the Senate. We yeah. voted for Israel aid without uh, a pay for. It died because Republicans joined Democrats to vote it down. But, uh, you know, we are willing to help our, our uh, Democratic ally Israel because of the historic, cultural, um, national security and economic ties that bind us. Uh, but we can't tie it to Ukrainian aid that is, is once again, uh, following on the hundred of billion dollars that goes unaccounted for in Ukraine at this point. Yeah, really stunning. So we got about a minute left. I want to ask you, Chad, you've been privy as a member of the House Judiciary Committee to all of these extraordinary interviews of the business partners of the Biden family. And we now have proof from Walbarker. He met with Chairman Yi of the Chinese Energy Company. He met with uh, the executive from Burisma. He met basically with every major paying client that uh, Hunter Biden was collecting big money in while the vice president was vice president. Uh, Joe Biden was vice president. Uh, how damning is this evidence and what uh, should the American public take? We got about a minute left. Uh, the evidence continues to mount. Chairman Comert and Chairman Jordan are doing an amazing job building that case. And we are looking forward in the Judiciary Committee to, to hearing those facts out, presenting them to the American people in an orderly fashion, and following the facts where they lead. I think it's overwhelming, the evidence that we have uh, to support uh, the bribery charges that are evident. And uh, we look forward to laying those out for the American people. All right, folks, my good friend and the author of the incredible book, Government Gangsters, Cash Patel, up next after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, 
Those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor advice fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love that's donorstrust.org slash just news welcome back america in the last 36 hours or so we've seen a lot of movement by lawyers in the legal cases levied against former president donald trump for instance trump wanted to further litigate the claim that the federal indictment should be dismissed on the grounds of presidential immunity and the 2024 gop frontrunner has since asked the supreme court to step in and block the U.S. Court of Appeals decision that didn't side with him on that issue. Now, however, Special Counsel Jack Smith filed a response pressing the Supreme Court to reject an emergency application filed by the former president's legal team. And the legacy media that consistently leans left published an article vilifying the ex-president for utilizing his constitutional rights as an American citizen, publishing headlines stating that he's using the Supreme Court as a delay tactic. Well, our next guest knows the 45th president very well after working in his administration, and he's here to help us break down the latest in the Trump and Fannie Willis legal cases. Cash Patel, great to see you. Thank you for being here. Hey, y'all. Thanks for having me. Okay, I want to go down to Georgia first because a lot of us caught uh, the, the court proceedings with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. And Cash, I just have to ask you, have you ever in your life, taken a girlfriend slash colleague on a bougie trip, bought her fancy dinners, taken her on cruises, paid for activities on the cruises, and then she reimbursed you and reimbursed you in cash. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this. And indeed, the devil went down to Georgia in this hearing today. Indeed. I mean, it is one of the most preposterous. Um, and quite frankly, let's just put the seriousness up front because we could be comedic about this all we want. As a former prosecutor and defense attorney, the fact that we are watching this unfold, not on Jerry Springer, but on national TV <laughs> in a prosecution of the presidency of the United States, this has been a degradation of the judicial system for a decade, if not more, that she has been allowed to conceal improper activity and conduct to include money going her way from the taxpayers, all the while prosecuting the very target of her campaign funding source shows you the depravity and intentions that which she brought this prosecution, which is completely baseless. And I gotta give the judge credit on this one down here. He was magnanimous. There would have been a million times where I would have lost it either as defense counsel or the other uh, or or someone in his seat. And I think and I hope that in order to the benefit of justice, because there is no other decision here than to remove her not only from the case and throw it out, but have her and Wade and Willis disbarred uh, immediately from ever doing this type of conduct again. Yeah. And uh, I want to ask you what you think from the judge's questions, his interventions, his admonition. I mean, I've, I've covered a lot of court cases. I've never seen the chief U.S. attorney or the chief district attorney, anyone be told by the judge, if you don't stop it, I'm going to strike your testimony. It was such an amazing moment. Uh, she obviously didn't win any accolades with the judge. But from what you saw today, what is the record that the judge is going to be making his decision on? Well, that's the one thing you raise that no one really ever talks about. And that's what you see and the tenor and the character of the witnesses and people in the courtroom. A, a transcript doesn't give you that. And this judge allowed he was very flexible um, to Miss Willis and her testimony. And she came barreling in there in, when the proceedings hadn't even started, which is a wholly improper for a witness to come in before she's called because she's what the district attorney and somehow the rules are different for her. That just highlights to you what she thinks of this judicial system and judicial proceedings. She, on the one hand, will use it unlawfully to prosecute President Trump, but then hijack that system, 
when it inures to her benefit to rewrite the rules and scream that somehow she's being targeted because she's black and a woman. Well, let me tell you something as a brown man and a minority who served in multiple government positions. It is a highly offensive, if not the most offensive thing I've ever seen from a judicial officer to come in and baselessly use race which is what CNN and MSNBC will hijack on and Al Sharpton and the race hustlers over there to say that her and who did she call her paramour to be? A black man who says women should not be doing more than making sandwiches for them. She had an affair with this guy and she's telling us that we're the racist and we're the race hustlers and that she's to be charged with the justice of the laws of Georgia to prosecute a presidential candidate. It's disgusting. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember once upon a time when a federal prosecutor's job and behavior and responsibilities were sacrosanct. And it seems like this has become a, a very offensive situation for a lot of people like you who have served in that position. Um, I wanted to ask you about this CNN headline. You know, President Trump is fighting the legal system tooth and nail within the constitutional you know, abilities that he can. And they ran this headline and I think they, they called it a gambit and that he it, it, it's bla it's a blatant delay tactic. And I thought to myself, OK, and because nothing could be more obvious that all of these cases, whether it's the devil down in Georgia, whether it's New York, Washington or Florida, um, it, it, it is obviously election interference, isn't it? Well, it's amazing. Actually, it's not amazing. It's kind of, um, you know, the, the next logical step for CNN to rewrite con the Constitution and how it applies to Donald Trump. Let's just go back and look at the linear steps of this case, the Trump case. Who was the individual that first asked the United States Supreme Court to put the Trump issue of presidential immunity before them on a high speed lane? Jack Smith. Donald Trump didn't do that. Jack Smith did that after Judge Chutkin denied Donald Trump's motion because he wanted the issue resolved with expediency. And now that Donald Trump has implemented his constitutional right to go to an appellate court and then his constitutional right to go to the Supreme Court, Jack Smith is now coming in and saying, you, the U.S. Supreme Court, who I asked to review President Trump's claim of presidential immunity with expediency, deny that constitutional right. This is the ultimate hypocrisy of the ways of this Department of Justice and these rogue prosecutors under Merrick Garland. They are nothing but jackals of justice, and they will continue to be um, held up or propped up in the media by CNN. But I think Americans are starting to see the hypocrisy between Georgia and this case and so many of the other Trump prosecutions that they will rewrite the Constitution when it benefits them. Yeah. Uh, Cash, I want to turn to what happened in Congress this week. Uh, Fison was on the one-yard line for reform. It looked like Jim Jordan's version of the reform was going to win. Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, Chairman Turner comes up and says, serious now, because you need emergency briefing. By the way, the briefing was already underway, so there was no reason for him to go public. Uh, why did he do this? And from what we understand, this intelligence has been around a couple of years. So uh, what the heck? I don't know. Look, between the three of us here, there might not be people who wanted 702 reform more than other Americans and because you guys have been reporting on it for so long. And I don't know the internal gymnastics there um, and why we couldn't get it done. We've implemented these reforms from our Russiagate days way back in the day. So I really don't have an answer on that one. It's just it's upsetting that after the FISC came out and said Chris Ray abused FISA another 274,000 times illegally against American citizens, we don't get 702 reform done. And on the intel thing, look, let's say Mike Turner's right. Whatever your feelings are about him, let's right. put them aside. If there's a threat to the United States of America, I want everybody in a position of power on the same page. I want the National Security Advisor and the President and the Chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff and the SECDEF to say we yeah. have neutralized the threat. Thank you for bringing it over to our attention. It's been neutralized, and there'll be a briefing or a statement from the President in the next 24 hours. We've seen none of that. Putting aside the fact that I don't trust them to do any of that in defense of this nation, I'm just saying I don't understand why there's this jockeying on Capitol Hill between Intel and FISA 702 reform. They don't have anything to do with each other. And now we've only weakened national security. All right. Get your green shades out, your calculators out. We're going to dive into why the economy is so stubbornly inflated. Michael Falklander, one, I think one of the best thinkers in all of American economics today. He'll be here in just a few minutes. Hey folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free 
app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mic. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeartRadio app. Radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeartRadio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeartRadio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeartRadio app. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome back, America. Over the weekend, I had a story that they're proud of. Uh, a new watchdog report said the IRS uh, is failing to protect Americans' taxpayer debt. Even after the huge criminal leak of Donald Trump's taxes, uh, there are still contractors that have access to the sensitive databases of our taxes that were had negative background reviews or had left the IRS and still had their access. Those are tremendous failures. And it felt for me a little bit like deja vu all of again, because back when I was an AP reporter in the early 2000s, I did work on the same issues. And when I was a Washington Post reporter in uh, seven, my team worked on similar things. And 22 and 17 years later, the same problems exist at the IRS. If nothing else, the IRS is consistent. We've got a perfect guest joining us now to help us referee what's so wrong with this. Michael Falkander, the former, is a former assistant secretary of treasury for President Trump and professor of finance at the University of Maryland. He joins us right now. Michael, great to have you back on. Great to be with you, John. You know, every company has cyber policies, and it's a really simple thing. If someone leaves, you close their accounts down, and if they have a bad uh, background check, you cut them off from sensitive stuff. IRS doesn't seem to get this, does it? Well, and this is the part I don't understand, because, you know, when I left the administration on January 20th of 2021, I had to hand all over my materials. I had zero access to any of my previous emails. You know, I have to FOIA myself if I want to know what email I sent. And yet we're sitting here allowing contractors, not people with top secret security clearances who have been confirmed by the Senate, but contractors to still have access to information that they have no business having access to. You know, there's two types of information that the American people are most concerned about when it comes to their own personal lives. It's their healthcare information and their financial information. And as part of our tax system, we provide a significant amount of information to the IRS And it really is incumbent upon the IRS to make sure that that information is protected. Secretary Mnuchin was adamant about making sure that we upgrade the facilities, the IT infrastructure at the IRS, and the fact that simple things like removing access of contractors to to this type of information just is inexcusable and a complete failure on the part of the Treasury Secretary and the IRS. Yeah, that's right. Well, and Michael, I, I, I think about the, the next piece of this puzzle, because if an American taxpayer's data was released, it fell into nefarious hands, their identity was stolen, someone you know took out a loan against the equity in their home, can they sue the IRS? Well, the problem that we've got is that there, they, the Justice Department will probably claim that there's some kind of immunity associated with this activity and you wouldn't be able to go after them. The bigger problem that we've got here in the case of the the leaked tax returns is that it was done for political purposes, right? It was that there was a political agenda at play. And I really think that the Justice Department went rather lenient on everybody involved in this because there was an underlying political purpose of exposing the taxpayer information of certain Americans in complete violation of the confidentiality agreement. But it's being done to pursue a political agenda. And it's this weaponization of institutions like the IRS that really are causing the American people to have enormous distrust. It's not good for our nation. It's not good for our democracy to in, to create this kind of distrust with institutions that really need to have the full confidence of the American people. And that's why it's so discouraging to see that not only is the IRS 
not addressing these issues that go back, as John says, decades. But the Justice Department is not going after the this particular person anywhere near as strongly as I think that they should have. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a very important point. And uh, there's not much deterrence based on the way that that one case with Mr. Littlejohn uh, ended up uh, uh, finishing up. So I want to turn to something else. President Biden uh, skipped the Super Bowl interview, but he put a little cute video out saying, I've got shrinkflation. And I think he was trying to suggest that maybe he had inflation under control. The very next day, inflation went up higher than anyone expected. The markets went down. The only thing shrinking is our investments and our buying power of our wallet. Why is inflation so stubborn under this president? Yeah. So when the president came into office, the very first initiative was the American Rescue Plan. We right. were already largely on our way to getting the economy back to where it was prior to the pandemic. Uh, about 85 percent of economic output had already returned by then. The unemployment rate was down to seven. And remember that we were we were on the verge of unleashing three new vaccines at the end of the Trump administration. All of those things were already going to get us back to an economy where we needed it to be. And yet the Biden administration and the Democratic Congress insisted on throwing another $2 trillion into that economy. That's naturally going to overheat everything. And we're still dealing with it today. And just so people, I, I know that the American people are feeling this, but just to put some numbers on it, since President Biden took office, prices on average have risen 18%. Over that same first three years of the Trump administration, they were only up six, right? When prices are increasing at three times the pace that they were under the previous administration, three times the pace that the Federal Reserve policy calls for, it demonstrates the fundamental failure of Bidenomics. And so even though price increases are, are slowing, they're still increasing, right? So instead of going up at 9% a year, they're down to about 3%, but they're still rising much faster than the American people can, can handle it. That's why they're seeing uh, the depletion of their savings. It's why we're seeing credit card debt take off. And the other problem is that once inflation gets into the system, it's really hard to get it out. It lingers, it finds its way into the increases in wages that people demand. And to the extent that people think inflation is going to be high in the future, they're going to demand high wage increases in order to offset it. And that just sets the, the standard for next year's inflation. So it's going to take a while. Mm -hmm. If we get back to the 2% target, it's going to take a little bit longer. And that's why the Fed is not declaring victory yet. And that's why I think it's entirely premature for the market to think that we're going to have significant rate cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly, they shouldn't be claiming any sort of victory at this point. Um, I want to ask you, though, about the messaging regarding shrinkflation, because in this video, Joe Biden is basically blaming businesses for putting out smaller packages that cost the same price. And I think of this old adage, an ugly person blames the mirror, because shrinkflation is ultimately a result of inflation. It's, it's, the, it's the other side of the same coin. But does that, is there a certain sector of society who maybe doesn't necessarily follow financial news or economic news who, who, who buys that? Yeah. So when you think about the choice that, that businesses and manufacturers have when they've got the cost of their inputs going up, there's one of two things they can do. They can keep the product the same quantity that it currently is and raise the price. Or they mm -hmm. can keep the price the same and reduce the amount that goes into that amount of, of, you know, the bag of chips in this case that we might be talking about. And it may very well be the case that it's better for consumers to reduce the quantity that comes in a particular package. They, that may be a better outcome for consumers if they wanted smaller quantities and to keep the price the same so that it doesn't have the impact on their budget. But the source of that is the fact that the input costs went up due to the inflation that we've had throughout this administration. All right, we're going to end the show today with an extraordinary patriotic moment with a great American patriot. He's an actor. Goes all the way back to the great days of Dukes of Hazard, a great country singer as well. John Schneider with an incredible new song, She's Worth It. He's going to explain what we're talking about. We're talking, it's a Valentine to America. This was Valentine's week. This was John Schneider's love song to America, reminding so many Americans today who diss our country, they're on the wrong side of that thought. John Schneider here to wrap things up on the Sunday brunch edition of John Solomon Reports. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. As you might be aware by now, Monday is a federal holiday. It's President's Day. And while many of us get to observe this holiday and celebrate the life of George Washington, some others might not. And I feel like this news cycle has been very challenging and discouraging to some people. So I think it's time that John and I break into an entertainment-based segment to relax some of our minds as we head off into this upcoming weekend. And we have the perfect guest to do just that. While many of you will recognize him as Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard or Jonathan Kent on Smallville, Others might know him for his music and moonshine. And on Valentine's Day, John Schneider released a new single and music video titled She's Worth It to remind everyone that no matter what we have going on here at home or even abroad, we Americans live in the single greatest expression of freedom the world has ever known. Now, joining us to talk about his latest work is none other than the legendary John Schneider. Sir, thank you so much for being here and happy belated Valentine's Day. Oh, my Day. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Happy belated Valentine's Day. Uh, Thank you, sir. This. My goodness, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you helping to promote this song. Um, it's very, very important to me. And as you said, it was my Valentine's Day gift to our country. And I've had a lot of people who uh, who have shown their appreciation for that. It's better than chocolate. Uh, I, I, I agree. Absolutely. This endures and it doesn't go straight to your hips. I wanted to ask you about the inspiration for this song. We, uh, Unless you're dancing, then I guess it does go straight to your hips. Um, I wanted to ask you about your inspiration for this song because, you know, so many of us have, have seen a depression in, in patriotic society in America. When I was growing up, when we all were growing up, uh, you know, we said the pledge of allegiance with fervor and, you know, showed patriotism every chance we got. And that just doesn't seem to be a part of this younger generation. I imagine that factored into you writing and, and performing the song. Oh, tremendously, though, tremendously, because um, you just played a lyric there. It's a duty. It's a right, an obligation to stand up for her and fight because she's our nation. When I was a kid, we all did, like you said, the Pledge of Allegiance. We did the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Uh, We sang America the Beautiful. You know, we were always patriotic. It was just ingrained in us. Well, I I have a, a pretty good Facebook presence. And a couple of years ago, I noticed that when I would say things on my Facebook page, and I would kind of take it for granted. Well, you know, you know that we live in the single greatest country the world has ever known. I started to get some kickback from that, especially from younger people that that seemed to be being taught that that the United States of America was not the single greatest country in the history of the world. Uh, and yes, I understand we all have our issues and our problems. But my gosh, this is where freedom was born. This is where freedom uh, is kept. So I I started debating back and forth with these folks, and then I realized that they've been taught intentionally quite the opposite, that America is a problematic country that that stems from dark, terrible, secret roots. And I determined that that I was going to fight that with everything I got, and uh, everything I have, rather. And I wrote this song as as a Valentine's Day card to America, but also as one of a song, one song that's going to be in an entire patriotic album that I plan on having out for by the Fourth of July. Oh, um, fantastic! Because if they if they don't know that, then you know they haven't been taught that. They've been taught quite the opposite. 
it's really difficult. You can't blame someone for not knowing something if they've been intentionally deceived. So mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to come against that and I'm going to educate not only young people, but, you know, tired, tired, older folks like me, uh, that we do, in fact, live in the single greatest country the world has ever known. Yeah, what a, what a great gift to America. And I can't wait for the whole album. It could be at the top of my playlist right away. Um, you said something very important. You used the word taught. And I had a couple episodes this week. We had some people throw uh, uh, some chemicals on the Constitution and des- desecrate that at the National Archives. And today it was in the Capitol. And some young staffers came up and they were actually triggered and angry that I wore my a tie with a flag on it. I couldn't believe it. I was, I'm in the U.S. Capitol. But the, in it does seem that the education system took a turn somewhere in the last 10 or 20 years. Have you given some thought about where that starting point began so we can go back and reverse it? Well, first of all, they, they're doing it intentionally. You know, my, I have a lot of conservative friends, obviously, and, and they think if they can just come up with the right argument that they'll be able to say something that, that uh, the left will understand and go, oh, now I, now I understand where I'm making a mistake. Make no mistake, this is intentional. They are uneducating, de-educating, reverse-educating our youth so that 10 years from now, the whole notion of freedom, the whole notion of the First Amendment, the notion of the Second Amendment will, will no longer apply to that generation. Hmm. Personally, I think, I think the dumbing down of American culture started during the Clinton administration. I think as, as soon as we were invited into the... the the dark, nasty places of the the single highest ranking public servant in the United States, that we started to lose respect for the government. We started to lose respect, certainly for the president or the or the office of president. Um, And I think it's kind of devolved. I'm a I'm a Trump fan. I think we I think we we got hold of things again for uh, for at least four years, which drove them absolutely crazy. Because remember, this is intentional. Yeah. They want martial right. law. They want, mm-hmm. you know, like a, I, I, I love this analogy. You know, a vampire can't come into your house uninvited. You have to invite them in. Once you've done that, yeah. it's very difficult to get them to leave, according to the legend of uh, vampires in movies. I think what they're trying to do is get us to drop our guard to the point where we will invite in martial law, not only in the United States, but invite the military to run the world. Hello, globalists. Um, and then freedom is gone. As we know it, freedom, freedom is gone. And if we lose that here in the United States of America, then the entire notion and hope of freedom globally goes away. And then they win. We can't let it happen. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, absolutely. Sir, we've just got a few minutes left. You know, I, I'll, be, I'll be the ever optimist person here because we saw the huge success of films like Top Gun take place a few years ago. With respect to the Second Amendment, we are now a majority constitutional carry country. We are seeing a, an explosion of the parallel economy. Do you think that maybe freedom and patriotism is making a comeback with a certain sector of society and we can uh, expand that to others? Well, absolutely. I, I think what uh, what my grandparents would have said is give them enough rope so they can hang themselves. <laughs> well, the notion of defunding <laughs> defunding the police, how's that working out for you? Yeah. The notion exactly. of a, yeah. a secure border, how's that working out for you, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Fentanyl? You know, we, we, we I'm sorry, the sun, my goodness, the sun is so bright. But we have... Um, we have gotten to the point now where it is it, their argument is inarguable. So we have got to do something. And we've decided, like in the wonderful movie from decades ago, uh, Network, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. So we are now really thinking about our children and our grandchildren and their grandchildren. And we realize that we've got to do something because terrible things happen when good people do nothing. Oh, that Absolutely. is so true. So true, my friend. John, we've just got a few seconds left. I wanted to get um, okay. a link. Where can people find your music and everything that you're doing? Go to johnschneiderstudios.com. That's johnschneiderstudios.com. Awesome. Uh, or you can download my app. It's free on the App Store. It's called John Schneider. Imagine that. Guess what? We've got the extraordinary song, She's Worth It from John Schneider.
Ignore the fires burning, live to fight another day. I'm believing that no matter what it takes, her amber waves of grain should grow forever. It's a duty, it's a right, an obligation to stand for her and fight, for she's our nation. That's why we won't give up, hell no, in this lost world, she's our hero, freedom isn't free, it's up to you and me, brother I believe, she's worth it. Time to hang it up and hunker down at home. Constitution, it isn't just a word, it's a glue that holds the whole damn thing together. Together, together we can make our country proud. Together we'll all stand out from the crowd. There's freedom in our speech. That's why we won't give up, hell no, in this lost world, she's our hero, freedom isn't free, it's up to you and me, brother I believe, and she's worth it. up the Sunday edition of John Solomon Reports. A big thank you to all my friends today, Brandon Judd, Congressman Klein, Cash Patel, Michael Falkender, and of course, John Schneider. What a great song. Go download that song and show your love for your country and say thank you to John Schneider. Go download it today. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with a Monday special, President's Day special. It's what I call the CPAC flyover. That's right, CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, is starting on Thursday morning. Match Lab, the brand Pooba of CPAC. He's going to kick things off. Abe Hamaday will be here. Craig Shirley will be here. We'll have a great show. Amanda and I are going to give you the ultimate flyover of what's going to happen at CPAC and also give you a little history about Ronald Reagan's love for CPAC, how it became a haven for young conservatives trying to get their feet under them politically. This is a great show. You won't want to miss it tomorrow. And it'll be a special adapted edition of the TV show. You're going to get a first tier. I hope you enjoy it. God bless and have a great rest of your weekend. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite 
under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call one 800 That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash victor. taxnetworkusa.com slash victor.